0: With this report is dedicated to the f- first responders of 9 11 2001. Thank you for your service and your sacrifice in defending New York City against terrorism and for the sacrifices that you and your family made that day. God bless you and your families. We will never forget what you did for our country. And God bless you and your families. Thank you very much. It's Sam Whitfield, and welcome to a very special edition of the Whitfield Report for Friday, September 11th, 2019. And uh, yes, today is the 19th anniversary of the September 11th attacks, uh, 9-11. I was about six or seven years old uh, when the Twin Towers came down on that fateful, fateful day. And um, what's significant about 9-11 for me is, A, it's the political event and the historical event that got me into politics and history from a very early age. Um, I remember my uh, mom was getting me dressed for school that day, and as a rule, she never had the TV on when she was getting me ready for school, but a family friend called and, uh, told her that she absolutely had to turn on the TV. And so she did. And, uh, you know, right as she was going to be dressed, she brought me out into the living room and we saw the, uh, the first, the second tower, uh, impact And that explosion, the fireball that came from the second plane, is still seared into my memory. Now, the other thing that is pretty significant about 9-11 for me, at the very least, is um, the day before that, um, my mom had taken out a book on New York City tourist attractions because we were planning on going... uh, to New York City on, like, a family trip for one of my school uh, breaks at the time. That would have been my fall vacation. Uh, And we were planning on going to New York City, and we had been planning it, like, since August uh, of that year. And we had gotten, like, tickets and everything, and, uh, you know, then 9-11 happened, and that got, uh, those got canceled, obviously. But they gave us tickets and we were able to uh, go back later in like late October. So we, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we were one of the first flights that was allowed back into Manhattan. And one of the things that I remember, and this is probably another reason why I still remember, you know, nine eleven so significantly personally is I remember the smell of burning uh, gasoline and um, that was just really prevalent in the city still. I mean, you could, you could smell all over Manhattan and you could also smell the uh, burning steel of the wreckage. So that was very significant to me um, as well. And then one thing that, wasn't significant to me at the time, but was significant to my mother was the fact that um, New Yorkers were nice uh, to everyone, and everyone was really courteous in New York City. And just to give you some background, my mother grew up on the East Coast. She grew up in Connecticut. And as a teenager, she used to go into Manhattan with my aunt, her younger sister, uh, when they were teenagers, and this was back in the uh, you know late '70s, early you know '80s when they did this, and um, you know New York, New York was much more gritty back then. If if you've ever seen the movie Taxi Driver, you know it's kind of New York was really a, a gritty and kind of dirty city back then. In fact. Like, New York City was not a tourist attraction that you wanted to go to back then. It was kind of like, you know, you want to go to New York City, what, are you nuts, are you crazy? But, um, you know, my mom grew up going into the city with my aunt, and they always had a good time. But, you know, New York City was different back then, and so, you know, going to New York City for her after 9-11 was, it kind of freaked her out, because... It was so different for her. Um, And that was my first time going to New York City when I was six. And I've been back like eight times, uh, you know, since then. The last time I visited was in 2016. And, you know, I've loved exploring New York City as an adult. Um, You know, it's been fun, obviously, You know, I feel really bad for the New Yorkers that are going through COVID because Cuomo just hasn't handled that, you know, well at all, it seems like. And I don't want to get into politics too much today because, you know, today really isn't for that. But, you know, I really do sympathize and empathize with my New York friends and family uh, today. And my thoughts and prayers are with you. So, uh, you know, one of the other things I want to kind of talk with people about is... One thing that has struck me is the fact that 9-11, as horrible as it was, was really an event that united the country... By and large, right after nine eleven, we were all united in the fact that we were Americans. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of political infighting. I mean, yeah, you know, the two parties disagreed with each other, but there wasn't the visceral, you know, infighting. You d- you didn't, you know, see Democrats disowning, you know, Republican family members and vice versa you know like we have over over the past couple years you didn't see um you know conservative family members being called like neo-nazis or uh you know left-wing member liberal members being called communists or anything like that there just wasn't a political divide after a 9-11 um you know and part of that is i think honestly the social media aspect of it, you know, social media did not really come to fruition really until I was in high school, you know, around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, um, you know, and I'm not blaming social media for the entirety of, you know, our problems today, but there certainly wasn't, you know, that many inflammatory voices that were just out there, you know, for no other reason than just to troll. Um, you know, since 9-11 has kind of become part of history now, it's interesting because on the one hand, there are, you know, younger people like me who we were young kids, but we still grew up, you know, when 9-11 happened and we grew up in the aftermath of 9-11, right? So for us, for anyone born in the 90s, you know, in the, in the early to mid-90s, at least, there's, you know, there's still some historical relevance to us as people who lived in this time. But I have to tell you, it's kind of freaky to me, um, and it kind of makes me feel old because I have neighbors and I have classmates who I attend college with who were born in you know 2000 2001 you know the, the this year's high school seniors were born in you know 2001 or 2002 you know so for them they were some of them weren't even born when 9/11 uh, happened you know or they were infants right so they have no they have no you know context personally for you know, how 9-11 went down, so for them, it's entire history, and, you know, I've, they've asked me what it was like growing up in the post-9-11 era, and, you know, I've told them about, you know, the sense of unity after 9-11, which is crazy, crazy to them, just because everything is so polarized, you know, I, I want to give a shout out to my friend, uh you know, Matt on Twitter, uh, Matthew, Ale, I think is how you pronounce your last name. Sorry, Matt, if I'm butchering your last name, but, uh, you know, he's younger and he, um, you know, he's a senior in high school now. He just turned 18. Uh, you know, good kid, good guy. Um, he tunes into the show pretty regularly. Um, but, you know, in talking with him, it's almost it's almost as fascinating for me to, you know, tell him about that period of time, right, because I'm not that old, and yet, you know, talking on 9-11, you know, I can do the whole back-in-my-day, you know, routine with him, you know, back in my day, we only had flip phones, you know, and uh, back in my day, you, you used to have to rent movies. You know, and that's kinda of, the other thing is you look at like movies uh after nine eleven immediately, like you know, I think the Spider Man movie with Tobey Maguire came out like later that year and like the American flag was definitely prominent, you know, in that film. Uh you know, there was lots of like American symbology, you know, that like was immediately out there in movies after nine eleven, you know. Like, even in some of the more comedic movies, like, you know, like, uh, Team America World Police from, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the South Park creators, like, the whole theme of that movie was, you know, America Fuck Yeah, basically. Literally, that's the, that's the, you know, that's the theme of that movie is America Fuck Yeah. You know, very much, uh, you know, post-911 11 patriotism, and it's, I don't want to say it makes me nostalgic, but honestly, it does, because now, with, like, COVID, I was thinking that COVID would be, like, the next, um, you know, I was thinking that COVID would be the next event, where Americans could truly unify with each other in the same way that we did with 9-11, right? I thought that that was possible. Um, But again, because of social media and because of, um, you know, also corporate media, you know, the mainstream media, I think they're, you know, just being so polarized politically now, everything has to be politicized. Right, and this is a big issue that I've talked about. Both both of the parties have an issue with with everything literally being, you know, politicized. No one politicized 9/11, you know, in its immediate aftermath. Of course, there was the whole uh, Iraq War and the you know and the Patriot Act and you know whatnot that obviously did become political you know, afterwards, and, you know, we can discuss all day, you know, whether or not the Patriot Act was a good thing, whether or not it was a bad thing, you know, and for the record, I happen to think now that I'm older, that the Patriot Act was a very bad thing, but also, as I've explained to, you know, younger people, you know, after after 9-11, people were scared, and so back then, the Patriot Act and the immediate aftermath to a lot of people seemed like a good idea and we thought it would be temporary, right? We didn't imagine that we'd still have the Patriot Act today. And now people are worried that there's going to be a second Patriot Act, um, you know, with COVID, kind of like a more uh, restricted set, so to speak. And we're already kind of seeing that you know, with like schools locking down, you know, various times and going to online learning and some businesses are completely shuttered and, you know, some places you'll get fined if you don't wear a mask and all this craziness, right? Um, so far, I'm not seeing any any unity really with, you know, COVID. It just seems to be another point of division, and I'm not saying I miss 9/11 or that I wish it had never happened. But I do miss the sense of unity that we had as a country after 9/11 and I just wish that we could get back to that. I don't know. I'm I'm just one guy and you know I I just decided to do this impromptu podcast and give my thoughts on the day. Um You know, and the other thing of it is this, uh, you know, this brings me to the, uh, you know, the brave men and women of the NYPD and the, uh, you know, FDNY, the Fire Department of New York, right, and the paramedics. Cops and, you know, firemen and really anyone of any, you know, law enforcement or, you know, civil servant. You know, authority—they get demonized all the time right now. You know, today with current events, but you know, without the without the firemen and the police officers, way more people would have died in the uh, twin tower attacks. There were millions of lives made. You know that were saved that day from the firemen and police. And granted, there were obviously, you know, millions of people that were lost that day too. And, you know, many people who were, uh, you know, crippled for life and still suffer from health problems because of uh, injuries or illnesses received, you know, from being buried in rubble or, you know, dealing with, you know, the fallout of, smoke inhalation or you know whatever but the heroes that showed up that day and those who saved people's lives and in some cases gave all that day rushing into the burning buildings those people are are heroes and we should do right by them to remember them and honor them so this is my salute over there to everyone who served in the NYPD and the Fire Department of New York. Uh, You know, if you're listening to to this, if my New York audience is listening to to this, thank you for your service and for your sacrifice. And, you know, I'm not a New Yorker, but I've been there, you know, eight times within my life. So, you know, I'd kind of like to think that I'm a New Yorker in spirit sometimes in some ways. And anyway, folks, I just, you know, today should be a day where we all take time as Americans to, you know, commemorate what happened and honor those who were lost and remember those who were fallen and to thank those heroes who saved many more lives. And, uh, you know, let today be a day of unity across America. Let us not hate each other, but let us love each other as Americans. Because that, that's what needs to be done, ultimately. That's what we deserve. That's what America deserves. That's what the American people deserve. And if we can remember the unity that we all have over 9-11, maybe we can unify and get through COVID as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to ramble too much. I know that today's episode was extremely short, but I just wanted to do this quick episode kind of from the cuff, explain my thoughts on this day. And, uh, you know, I love you folks. I love the listening audience of this podcast. You all mean very much to me. I'll be back tomorrow night with Apex Gamma. We'll probably talk about 9-11 on the live show. So tune in. YouTube.com forward slash Report. DLiveTV.com forward slash Report. We'll also be covering this Netflix controversy and everything else. So ladies and gentlemen... Uh, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in from all of us here at NGC Studios. Have a good night. God bless. God save the great nation. God Freedom legacy in that order. And thank you very much for listening. I will see you on the uh, next episode of the of Report tomorrow night, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, and God bless.